Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th. Look for the code on page A2. Then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry. You could win the grand prize of $100,000. Grab the paper every day. Get the code on page 2A and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes. Visit 150kgiveaway.com for details. Dive into the thriving local arts, entertainment, and food scene with coasting editor Jerry Boggs and his guests. Let us be your guide to the creative South Coast. Welcome back, everyone, to another Coastin' podcast. We're back in the Standard Times tiny podcast studio room slash storage closet. Uh, we have a couple guests with us today. I'll, uh, I'll let you all introduce yourselves. This is Dawn Salerno. I'm the executive director at the Roach Jones Stuff House and Garden Museum. And I'm Jessica. I am the membership and event coordinator at the Roach Jones Stuff House. Thank you all for coming in. It's, uh, you know, we're past Memorial Day. Summer's uh, unofficially, officially here. Um, summer's got to be a busy season for you all at the, at the, at the house. How's, uh, what, I guess, what's on, what's, in, what's on tap at Roach Jones? So s- summer is a busier season. We do get more tourists, which we're very happy about. Um, New Bedford is quite a destination for even international tourists, and that's, that's very exciting for the locals. I know our volunteers love greeting all the guests in the summer they come from germany they come from all over really um and then we also run our um, education programs but they all move outdoors basically we have a, a wonderful outdoor space which if you haven't been to you should come see the patio is tented allowing us a capacity of about 120 people for concerts performances Receptions, and then there's the beautiful garden. Um, so we do have um, several things going on this summer, um, starting with what how we kick off the summer. I would say it's it's the way the RJD kicks off summer. So I I want to let Jessica talk about that because she's kind of the mastermind behind this year's annual garden party at the Roach Jones Stuff House. We don't get many masterminds here. I would say <laughs> so. It's your it's heady company. Oh goodness! <laughs> um, so we are hosting a cocktail party called Keeping Up with the Duffs, and this is in honor of our third family, the Duffs, and it is a 1950s, 1960s kind of mid-century chic cocktail party so think kind of like mad men almost nice so not like sock hoppy a little bit more classy so it's going to be a great night it's june 15th um it'll be at 6 p.m going until 9 we have a fabulous caterer it's the west porter and a raw bar provided by cuddy hunks shellfish so we're very excited about that um we're going to have an auction 
Um, it's a silent auction, and there's one particular item that I'm super excited for, and it's um, a year of dates. So it comes in a lovely picnic basket, and every single month there's an experience planned out for you. Sometimes there's food involved. Sometimes you're going to the movies. So it's every single month you'll open up an envelope and say, hmm, in July I'm going on a whale watch with oh, my spouse. So it's pretty cool. I'm very excited about that. We've that's got, amazing. Who, yeah. where, is, that, did something, is that something you put together, or is it... Uh, yeah. All Jessica's idea. Yeah. All that was Jessica. So yeah, so yeah. it was something that I thought, you know, I would want that. So I think anybody else would want it too. So it was really, and I had a little bit of help with it. My friend Kate definitely has helped with the research and, you know, gave me a lot of great ideas. So I can't take all the credit. That's but. pretty cool because it's one of those, like, I'm a relative newcomer to the area, but it's always fun when people get to kind of explore their backyard a little bit in ways that maybe they didn't or wouldn't have before. So that sounds like a nice little, like, uh, you know, get to, get to know the area better, get to appreciate it a little bit better, and, and uh, enjoy your <laughs> staycationing. Your, yeah. yeah, definitely. And it also goes a little bit, you know, beyond New Bedford. It goes, we have some things out in Boston, some things in Providence. So kind of gets you out of your local comfort zone, too. So it's going to be a very, That's very excellent. cool item, I think. And if you don't have a date now, it's, it's you know, just <laughs> be optimistic, you know. You well, can... I will say when you said a, a, month, a year's worth of dates, I thought maybe it was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Date, not the person is not included in the like date February, <laughs> February is Steve. Steve likes long well, walks on the beach. Just, we'll work <laughs> on that for next year. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get on that right away. Um, so we've got a bunch of other really cool things, like a, a Nantucket basket that was handmade by a local artist, and it is absolutely gorgeous. And we're pairing that with, you know, tickets on um, Sea Streaks Ferry to Nantucket and the Nantucket uh, Museums. So we've got a lot of day trips planned and all of that good stuff. We have a lot of good photo ops. I keep saying that, you know, the devil's in the details, and there are a lot of details that are going into this. So when people come, I think they're going to be really wowed. There's um, going to be a 1948 Studebaker outside. It's a beautiful truck, cherry red, gorgeous. And we've had permission that we can use that as kind of a selfie station. So nice. I'm very excited about that. So That's a nice, out in front will be nice, kind of with the mansion in the background and everything like that. That yeah. would be a great Definitely. spot. So very cool. Yeah. We even uh, have some honorary Duff guests coming. So... Because there are descendants of all three families living in the area. There are some roaches, some Joneses, and some Duffs. But, of course, we reached out to a couple of Duff family members about this party. We said, you know, we're having this party in your name, kind of. And so um, two of them, Carlotta and uh, Deborah, Deborah Pierce and Carlotta McKee, have agreed to chair the event. They'll be at the event. And they send us these great photos of... Um, some family parties inside the house. They were particularly uh, wedding receptions. They, a couple of their, their mothers both got married in the RJD, and so they had these great wedding photos. But to see people having a party inside the mansion, and actually it wasn't even one of the bigger rooms. It was Some of the party was spilling out into the hallway, apparently. They just make it look like an awful lot of fun. So we're using some of those photos in the promo shots, and um, Carlotta and Deb are coming to the party, and we're just we're thrilled that they're involved. That's very cool. So, um, what about the kind of give it? Can you? What does keeping up with the Duffs mean? Like, how how far do we have to keep up with them? <laughs> 
so to speak. Well, the inspiration definitely was keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, people can come dress for the occasion. They, I mean, I have a dress that is very on point, polka dots, roses. It's awesome. I know a lot of people are just coming in normal cocktail attire, whatever you're comfortable in. You can keep up with the Duffs however you like. <laughs> and when did the, I guess, when was the Duff era for the house? Um, so they lived in, they took over from the Joneses and they moved in in 1935 and their significance is really in stewarding the house. They lived there till 1981 and when they moved out the museum moved in. So they are most significant. I mean they were certainly active citizens and Mark Duff was a a very successful businessman involved in many civic activities and different types of business, coal, rail, um, shipping and um, they I think their, their significant contribution was they did renovate parts of the house but if it wasn't for them this was an era when a lot of the county street houses were being turned over to office space or being subdivided so when they moved in it was right at that cusp when that's that building could have become something else and they kind of saved it in that sense the same way that whale in 1981 bought the house over from the duffs and saved it one more time so um i like to think that we're now saving it every day (laughs) as a museum (laughs) but we really do owe a lot to the duffs for kind of stewarding it and keeping it in wonderful shape and some of the favorite parts of the house for our visitors are the Duff renovations. So people love our dining room wallpaper um, teaser. If you haven't been, you now have to go see the dining room wallpaper <laughs> and the bathrooms on the second floor, which were all done kind of in this era of you know this mid-century. So they're very kind of funky and cool. Excellent. And so I'm, I'm assuming you, know, you mentioned Mad Men, so I'm thinking cocktails immediately, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because of a, a bourbon guy. So we were just talking about bourbon in the newsroom not 15 minutes ago. So uh, hopefully you have some old fashions and some uh, whiskey sours on the menu for the at the bar. We definitely will have a lot of signature cocktails. Fun. Yeah. Um, and when uh, when is that? And if we want to go, how do we go? Sure. It's June fifteenth, um, and it's eighty five dollars a person or one seventy for two. You can purchase your tickets on rjdmuseum.org, or you can give me a call. It's five zero eight nine nine seven one four zero one. I'm Jessica. You can ask for me. Um, and yeah. It sounds like a great time. So is there entertainment also? So we have the silent auction, mm-hmm. catering, so food is included with your yep. ticket. Is it a cash bar? or It is open bar. Open it goes bar. with your ticket. So, yep, you can come have a lot of fun. That is a party. Yeah, it's a big party. We do have a pianist coming in. It's Timothy Evans. And um, we do have a DJ for the later part of the night to spin some classic 1950s and 60s tunes. I so. love it. It sounds like a great night. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else is coming up? That's uh, well, so that's got to be a big yeah. event that takes a lot of uh, a lot of planning. So I'm going to put you on the spot. And be like, well, now what? So right. <laughs> I know. Now what? Well, we all take a big sigh of relief that the big party's um, been a success, and then we move into. Uh, that kind of summer programming mode. So we, um, actually, the, the last time I was in the studio, I was with Patrice Tiedemann with Sea Glass Theater. And so they have a production coming up again. Um, theirs is a very popular event. They are now, I think, in their sixth year coming back, and they, they put together a concert under the tent. Um, so that is August 22nd. And um, she's, of course, the best one to talk about the music of that, but it's yeah, the music we'll of Werner back. and Lowe, August 22nd. So we, we, we will have that concert. Um, some of the things I'm also excited about are, um, because this is my, just one of my personal interests, is just health and wellness. And 
starting as soon as June on Thursday nights, the boutique uh, fitness people are running a boot camp uh, class in our on our garden. Um, no trampling on roses allowed, of course, but they uh, they were scoping out the grounds for all the things that they can kind of do push-ups against and and planks against, and so. On Thursday nights, you can do boot camp. If yoga is more your style, the YMCA is coming in to do a yoga class July through August. You can sign up through them, YMCA or Boutique Fitness, for either of those. So we're, um, you know, we're we're taking outdoors for what people use them for now. Obviously, it was a private residence, and you can come and enjoy the garden for its beauty, or you can come work out in the garden if that's more <laughs> your style. Um, there's the concert coming well, it, up. It gives you a chance to sweat out the Manhattans, and I'm still stuck on the bourbon. So you're, you're like, well, apparently you are. Like, my passion, my passion is healthy living, and I'm like, my passion is whiskey. There's a few weeks in between the party and the and the boot camp too, so you'll be good. Actually, actually, there's four days technically, so you have that much time to sweat it out. Um, we also are collaborating with the DATMA project, and I, I don't know if anyone from, from DATMA has been on the show, probably, or they will be soon, but the DATMA, um, they're putting together a large installation, art installation in, in Custom Square this summer, and so there are dozens, I think, of partners in the city doing related events or programming, and we, too, have tied into that by, um, we're going to utilize the grounds and have a... Um, I call it wind-propelled art activity, which anyone can drop in on, and then uh, we will uh, display those uh, those artworks on the lawn for a day. So, um, so the workshop is Friday, July 12th in the afternoon, or you can also come Saturday, July 13th in the morning, and then it's a it's a nice kind of one-day display on Sunday, the 14th. So that's how how we're kind of tying into Datma, but. So That's a little fun, bit of art to activate the lawn. Their their summer project is called Summer Winds, so all of their right. partnership organizations are kind of wind related, and it kind of d- d- deals with the the wind energy coming into uh, you know off the shore with the offshore wind, and uh, so it's it's been fun to see you know Roger Mandel and Lindsay Mish came in and and uh, we did do a do a podcast early on, and uh, it's kind of fun to see as they fleshed out their plans and their partnerships. It's nice to see kind of all of New Bedford kind of joining together and, and, and you know, kind of cre- it drives home that creative community that we have here that everybody kind of works together to lift everybody else up. We do. So it's great. We do. Yeah. So so we were happy to be a part of that. And I, I can't wait to actually see the the finished artwork in Custom Square, I think. Yeah, that's going to be stunning. Yeah, the videos are, uh, if, if no one's checked it out online, uh, they should definitely go to Datma and look at the video because it looks like a waterfall dropping out of the sky. It is uh, stunning. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be something to see for sure. Fish scales. Somebody else said they thought it looked a bit like fish mm. scales. I can kind of see it that yeah, way. Yeah, I can too, yeah. And the whole the great thing about uh, outdoor art is it's, it's uh, you won't be able to touch this stuff because it's up high, but it does change with the weather, and that's kind of part of the, right? The wind will yeah. kind of activate it and change it. So the, we're, we're kind of doing a smaller version of that, cool. a, a kid's version of that. Um, on it is cool. You know, and the other thing about kind of public art that, that I appreciate especially is that it is so accessible. You don't have to go into a museum. You don't have to buy anything. You know, you see it, and maybe it creates a spark and, and you know for you have kids coming in and, and doing these things you never know what that's going to you know what that spark's going to do for some kid who may say hey I can I can make a living doing this or this is my passion or this is uh, you know something I'm going to do forever so it's it's a it's a great thing the, the public arts a huge has huge potential to be transformative for people 
Right. Well, yeah. I agree. I agree. And speaking of art, our one of our other collaborations this summer is with the Art Museum. So they are sending us a teacher, a Mr. J. Ryan, and you can come to J. Ryan's class. Um, there's a few days in July when he'll be on site doing plein air painting, which plein air painting meaning outdoor painting. So in our garden, and it is um, it, it is one of the beautiful spots in, in downtown New Bedford. Here we are, right here. The roses will be in bloom probably by mid-June. So uh, they're helping us to run that class, and you can come and bring your paints and paint in the garden. Did you all have a huge rose makeover uh, in the last a couple of years? Makeover. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, like Alice in Wonderland, we were out there painting. All <laughs> um, it was replanted, and it was a huge effort. I, I These numbers aren't exact, but it was something like 360 roses and 670 boxwoods to create the um, parterre, uh, recreate the rose garden. So, um, you know, there's there's no such thing as having the original plants. I mean, the oldest the oldest thing on our property is the the beech tree at about a hundred and maybe fifteen years old. But obviously, plants have a cycle. They have a life cycle. They they wane. And so, um, this was very smartly planned for by Kate Corkum, my predecessor, and she um, she arranged for this. I think she called it a revitalization of sorts. You know, a restoration is more for our houses, but. Um, so all those roses are brand new, <laughs> and they, they looked gorgeous last summer. They stayed in bloom, I think, for from about June through even mid-October. So if people were at the garden three or four years ago, it's going to be a new look, a new experience if they visit again this yeah, summer. Yeah, so in fact, even some of our photos on the website are, are now outdated, and it shows, um, it, it would look overgrown to you in those photos versus what it looks like now. The boxwoods are very low to the ground, as they should be. They're like uh, ankle high height where before they had grown to about you know knee knee height and so everything's very kind of trim and um uh but still full uh, you know it's the pathways have been kind of cleaned up yeah. for that reason and so yeah it's definitely worth coming back and um and there's some new roses too we give out a rose map so you can you can see what all the roses are named and they have really some some are just ridiculous names <laughs> some are kind of fun some are movie stars so it, it's really you know it's a fun walk around yeah, the Julie Andrews one is definitely my favorite. Well, I love it, yeah. yeah. Yes. So you have a tremendous array of events coming up, mm-hmm. but what if I don't want to go to an event? Uh, then what do I do? Well, you could either become a member of the RJD, which is fantastic, by the way, because you can come into the museum anytime. You can bring guests. You can get discounts on things in the store. You can get the newsletter. So you can become a member. That's also on the website. So it's rjdmuseum.org. You can also donate online. You can send in a check. Um, You can volunteer. We always love volunteers. If you love gardening, we always need help weeding and doing all that stuff. So... There's a lot of ways you can get involved if you don't want to come to the event. And then you're just open for tours and visitors and guests to come check Definitely. out the house, check out the garden, and learn a little bit more about kind of the, the past of New Bedford and the and the folks who lived here. So what are, what are your hours? When are you open? So we, uh, now that it's Memorial Day, we're open seven days a week. We are um, Monday through Saturday. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday noon to 4 p.m. We uh, stay open later on AHA nights, so we're usually open until about 6.37 on AHA nights. That's the second Thursday of every month. Um, And we do have uh, several kind of free days coming up. 
Uh, and the garden is always free to visit, so uh, there's no admission charge to just walk into the gate and take a look at the rose garden. So we'd love more people to come you know, enjoy their lunch on the lawn. Even there's a, there's a couple of benches. You can just come by and visit that way and kind of soak in the beauty of, of the garden on a nice summer day. And inside, if you come into the house museum, um, you know, what, what do you expect? What, what should people expect when they come in and actually visit and, and uh, walk through the door? Sure. So we are laid out mostly as a house with uh, period rooms where, you know, you're looking at basically a glimpse into the past. This, these are old period furniture and, and the wallpaper that was there when the Joneses were living in the house. Or as I mentioned earlier, the, the Duff's famous dining room wallpaper, the china. We have the Duff's china on the dining table. So there are several rooms set up that way, and, and it's all um, a self-guide. So you can come in and self-guide. And uh, if you do want a docent guide, we can set that up for you. But otherwise, there's information around and to help you kind of walk your way through the house. And then what keeps people coming back locally, why you might want to be a member, is because we do have changing exhibitions in three different spaces. So those three spaces are being taken up by a a new exhibition that's just opened and it's we're, we're calling it to have and to hold family weddings remembered it is as you can imagine it's wedding um, clothing because our biggest collection is in clothing and um, some of these wedding dresses were from brides that actually got married in the house at, oh, wow. the, at the RJD. Others, like it were uh, Beatrice Duff and Betty Duff's, their wedding dresses, they got married, um, they got married in the house. And, and then it's all the, um, the accoutrements. It's like there's some gloves, there's a fan, there's a guest book. Um, weddings were, were smaller and different than maybe the classic wedding you might think of now. They were... They were in houses um, inside in a small, you know, what might feel like a smaller space with a smaller guest list. But um, so this exhibition kind of explores uh, the, those memories. We will have some great photos, mainly from the Duff family that just um, sent us a bunch of great photos and these these guest books. You can kind of explore that as well. That's very cool. And it's you know anybody who's a history buff or a New Bedford buff or you know, I mean, if you want to have kind of a classic themed wedding this summer that seems like a fun thing to check out you know is it to kind of look for inspiration and did you say you mentioned the tent um for receptions is it f- available for rent could you i'm get glad you say that jerry <laughs> <laughs> you kind of prompted us yeah, yeah. actually that's jessica's era yes yeah, so yeah definitely talk. so we do have um weddings in the garden they're gorgeous i actually am planning on getting married there oh. uh, probably in the next year or so so i know firsthand Oh, thank you. <laughs> First, you have your date in a box, and then you know. yes, yeah, that's the plan. I'm going to buy the date, the year dates. I'm going to get them to propose to me, and then there we're going to get yeah, married. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, you can definitely do you just. You can either do a ceremony in the garden under the pergola, which is beautiful, and we help set up everything, or you can do the wedding ceremony and the reception underneath the tent. Also very lovely. Um, you can do fo- just your photography, like an engagement photo shoot. And you can find all of these prices, again, at rjdmuseum.org. <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't actually realize that it was kind of, you know, rentable that way so yeah. that's kind of a new thing i learned today so yeah. that's neat yeah you don't have to be getting married either so you know if you just have a, a special occasion um some people have recommitment ceremonies anniversary parties mm-hmm. the indoor spaces can hold about a you know a 40 50 person party so we 
we would love more people to enjoy the house that way too for us it's a way for you to kind of participate i mean it is a domestic space so it was a space that hosted parties a hundred years ago and why not now and obviously you know you said you know kind of you feel like you're saving it one day at a time and so all the money the proceeds for all of these things go towards the upkeep and renovations and all of the things that necessary to keep a house of that scope yes uh, yes in the condition it needs to be in and and anyone that owns their own house um, you just imagine, you know, your insurance premiums and double them, and that's probably what the RJD pays. Or like your your home care for your you know your landscaping and everything is just so much more because it's a we need to keep it in in its kind of historic condition and um, and and we need to keep it up to code and safe for visitors. So it is um, it's a never ending task, but one we love and are dedicated to. If someone's not familiar with it, kind of give us an idea of the scope of the house, you know, because, you know, you say house, people may think, oh, it's, you know, the the Jones's house down the street, it's four bedroom, three baths. Um, right. What, what, uh, Right. So, well, the, the mansion stands today as it basically did when Roach bought it and built it in 1834. Richard Upjohn, a, a very well-known architect, designed it, and then it was built by um, by shipbuilders. So there's some very cool kind of curved woodwork in the house that's distinctive. But we are um, we are a basement and then two floors, very high ceilings, um, some great kind of mahogany wood in the house, crown molding. The um, wallpaper is, is really fun in the first floor, the, the dining and, and parlors. Um, and so um, it is, it, it's like a small mansion. I mean, if you don't compare it to the Newport mansions, because those are gigantic, right? Yeah. And, and there's gold everywhere. Right. We were kind of a, considered a, still a wealthy household, mm-hmm. but a more modest mansion, if that's not an, you know, <laughs> if you can say a modest, modest mansion, mansion yeah. in the same <laughs> sentence. Um, so, so it is a, um, it's, it's a, I think a precious, you know, house mansion. And then you can see how they lived because you look out the bedroom windows and there's the garden that they would have had. That's what's special about us as well is that the, the footprint remains the same. The, the footprint of the house is as it was, that there was a garden in that space and it's still there. We didn't have to pave it over for parking. Very cool. And so what if you, so, so you have the, the cocktail party coming up to kick off summer. Is there a chance to, are you open that day? Can people come and tour it and then stay and go to the cocktail party and, and uh, kind of make a day of it? Yeah, I guess we could figure out how to do that. <laughs> I put you on the spot there. Ticket, I didn't know if you were. Yeah, I didn't know if you were like. If you really want to, and you don't need to go home and change your clothes, we're going to go home and change our clothes. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we are. There's there's no change in hours of operation that day. Now that I think about it, we will be open till four, and then we'll kind of do a quick shift over yeah. for party party time at six. Um, so you could. You Potentially, could. yeah. We'll have to kick you the... out and then invite you back in oh, yeah, that two makes hours sense. later. Yeah, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. So one more time, date, time, and tickets for the for the cocktail party. Sure. So it is June 15th, so 2019. <laughs> um, it's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., and tickets are $85 a person. And you can purchase them at rjdmuseum.org, or you can give me a call. It's 508-997-1401, and you can ask for Jessica. Thank you so much. Anything else we need to know? 
just we, we do recommend um, calling ahead to, so that yes. we could get a proper head count and and uh, you otherwise you can drop in kind of any time with your reserve ticket it's there's no real program it's not a sit-down dinner it's a kind of a you know mingling cocktail party format with um, heavy hors d'oeuvres and and bar so you can come a little later if you can't make it right at six no problem we'll mm-hmm. still be there for you that's, uh, what a party the garden should be so uh, that's right Thank you guys for coming in. I appreciate you uh, coming in and telling us all about it. We look forward to seeing everything uh, coming up this summer. Thank you. Thank you. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.